0: Dream. No, it wasn't
1: it's recording now <laughs> maybe i need to turn on my desk light. oh shit there you are <laughs> um do i want it that bright though
2: i kind of like it like that
1: nah i like not being seen
2: just your silhouette
1: yeah that's that's better
2: no I don't like that that's better (laughs) I got all the light on me
1: (laughs) I know with your white ass (laughs) (laughs) all right man
2: I don't like not being in the same room like it's weird
1: it is different but this is cool man like like I knew it was gonna be too hot in the in the fucking barn so
0: yeah
1: um Plus, this way, you know, we didn't have to rush or anything, you know, we can get what we needed to do out of the way, you know, and come and do this like this, so it actually works. So, welcome back to another episode of Candid Conversations. Of course, I'm your host, Mark D, aka Mr. Candid. Go get the merch. Um, (laughs) with me as always is Amanda Sword. Say what's up to the family, Amanda. (laughs) Yay. Y'all have seen on my IG stories, on my IG page, um, we got the merch available so you can go over to mrcandidpodcast.com and go right into the store and pick out your merch. Also, if you want to get the Fuck your feelings t shirt. You can hit up Amanda at where can they reach you at on IG?
2: Oh God. Why would you not tell me to remember my thing? I just search I Amanda so hard. I, I think it's zero <laughs> maybe. Um I don't know. Why would you not? tell
1: me to have that prepared <laughs> always have it prepared like that's your ig page <laughs> all right so this is what we're gonna do right here you can go follow her at Five Two Zero over on ig and over on facebook you can follow her at Amanda Sword. go and follow her inbox her um for your size and for any other details that you may need to purchase your fuck your feelings t-shirt um right now i think what we got a big we got a big order in so everybody you know is is ordering their merch right now so don't be left out um if you would like to be an ambassador for the mr candid t-shirts and uh merch you know saying reach out to myself uh you can reach me at on IG at Mark D3Sr. Again, that is Mark D3SR. M-A-R-C D three S R. And then you can go over on Facebook as well at Marcus Dowdell Sr. Um and follow me over there um, and inbox me for your merch. Um today's topic of conversation Uh, we're going to be discussing life after divorce. Um, we know that, um, it's difficult. There are times that it's easy. It's a mindset that you got to put yourself in. Um, but one of the things that I know, um, and that I've studied about divorce is that when two people come together and become one, um, and when they uh, dissipate that union, it is that of a death, you know, because it is the tearing, the tearing apart of that union, of that family, of that structure, you know. So mentally, you know, you have to, you you can't prepare yourself for it. Um, you know, I know it's cliche to say, you know, well, you'll be okay. Everything will be all right, you know? But the truth of the matter is there is a process, you know? And one of the first things that I advocate for is clinical help because there are some things that every individual after a divorce needs to work out mentally, spiritually, psychologically um, because as I said, it is that of a small death. You know, so, you know, outside of of clinical help, you know, and and seeking spiritual counsel and wisdom, your friends and family can, you know, give you things of of how they would deal with it if they've never been through it, or they can, you know, give you words of wisdom of what helped them, Um, yet at the same time. One of the things that I noticed is that even in the wise counsel and the wisdom that is shared um, after that particular individual have gone through a divorce, what I've oftentimes noticed is that because they've tried to do it on their own, they still have things to work through. You know, and then they just take it in the relationship after relationship after a relationship. You know, so one of the One of the things that we want to talk about tonight when it comes to life after divorce how to survive after divorce (laughs) that's the topic of conversation how to survive after divorce um even though and amanda i want you to chime in here even though as a in a co-parent situation you still have a lot of the burden of raising a child, whether they're with you, whether they're, whether they're with the mother, whether they're with the father, um, without going too far in depth, like what do you think is one of the hardest things to overcome, to deal with, to acknowledge um after such a devastating loss
2: you mean as in like after i mean you're obviously talking about after divorce yeah 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 so i mean in my my marriage was you know not with my kids you know father but even that being said i think for me it's at the end of the day it's still looked at in a lot of times viewed as a failure so you're you know you you did something you put your kid in a situation that they didn't ask to be put in you uprooted and changed their life essentially and you know um and then at the end of the day it failed and then you're now you're now saying nope it's like you know i'm pulling you away from the friends that you just made the dog that you had like the school that you went to and you know what i'm saying like it's i mean that is that, that right there was, was obviously like the hardest. Um, And like I said, just everything, just kind of holding it and looking at it as, as a failure that, you know, you couldn't make something work or couldn't show your kid at the end of the day, you know, what a marriage is supposed to look like.
1: Okay. And What is, what, what, what what does a marriage look like?
2: I mean, yeah. So, I mean, um, compromise, like, you know, happiness, like just, um, yeah, like working through things and essentially, like I said, you know, um, obviously staying together. So, I mean, I like, I mean, I understand and know that, you know, marriages obviously do fail. Um, but. You know, a lot of times it's not necessarily both parties that want the divorce or whatever. So, I mean, you're... I don't know. I just, I feel like, I just feel like... I mean, obviously marriage looks different to, to a lot of people. But I mean, a marriage at the end of the day, what I'm trying to show my kid is, you know, just a lot of different things. Co-parenting, compromise, like, you know, just... Um, getting along and i mean there's there's just a lot of things that you want to be that that you just want your kid to see positivity
1: okay all right um so in 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 saying that with that being said how do you continue to show that afterwards
2: I mean, pretty much, I mean, you have to have, I mean, obviously your family and a support system, but at the end of the day, you know, I mean, you can keep yourself busy all you want and try and occupy yourself with other things, but you got to cut, you got to like, you know, face the problems head on eventually and figure out, you know, what went wrong and what needs to change. And and like I said, every, you know, and you gotta still keep living and still keep raising a a kid. So, I mean, you just have to continue to show that child that even though a marriage and two parents is helpful and nice and, you know, you know, just kind of like, you know, a good way to spend your life and and have a partner. It doesn't, it's not, it's not necessary. So you have to still, I I mean, I guess for me, it's showing her that it's, it's not necessary and that, you know, life still does and has to go on and, and you very much well can have, you know, still a good life, you know, by yourself.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. So.
2: because so it's not I mean, at the end of the day having a marriage just to show a child what a marriage looks like isn't good either if it's not a good marriage you know what i'm saying like so so that's why i'm saying you got to i mean whatever, whatever that looks like if if you have to show your kid you know that being single is okay and you know getting through life that way you know, until the right situation comes then that that's what i mean by that
1: that's what i wanted to hear
2: <laughs> Why?
1: No such fucking thing as a right situation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever. Yes, there is.
1: No, it's not. It's the situation <laughs> that you choose, and 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 I think one mm. of the one of the miss one of the big misnomers is that when when being married, because most of us what we've done is we look at marriage from the disney fairy tale you know and that's been especially when it comes to little girls it's so embedded in them that a relationship is supposed to be perfect there's no such thing and most of most divorces happen because There, there's, there's a phrase that I say all the time, mind your own process.
2: Mm I like
0: that.
1: And, and so in marriage, what we do so many times is that instead of trying to figure out our shortcomings and deal with our shortcomings, deal with things that we need to work on, we put this huge burden on our significant other, on our spouse to make us happy to be this perfect mate it doesn't exist if a man is the leader of the family the woman falls in line with the man the children falls in line with the woman if a man is on his purpose there is a different a different construct in the household when a man isn't on his purpose what what tends to often happens is that the man becomes so destructive that it just explodes throughout the rest of the family, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it be verbal, whether it be psychological, whether it be emotional, it just explodes. Now the woman's job is to be a, a place of peace for him to abide this concept Of every woman being a queen is fucking retarded and bullshit to me. I
2: agree.
1: A woman can't be a, a queen without a king. A woman can't be a queen and marry a peasant and make him a king. But a king can marry a peasant and make her a queen. So In spirituality, when that concept is fully and completely understood, there's a dynamic in the relationship and in the family structure that's different because the woman understands that her spouse have been in battle and war all day. So when he comes home, he doesn't want another war and battle. It's her job to be spiritually grounded, to have taken time out of her day to meditate, to go within to process, whatever she needs to get the kids together. So when he comes home, he don't have to continue being in war mode. Most women don't know how to do that. Most women break up their own homes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When that happens. We've placed so much accountability and blame on the man when a marriage fails. And that's the first thing most people ask is, what did he do?
0: What okay. didn't he
1: do? So men are just by default made to be accountable. But what I oftentimes feel, and I I, I want your thoughts on this, what I oftentimes see is that so many women after life, after divorce, they hold no accountability. It's always, well, I was the perfect wife. I was the perfect woman. Well, you couldn't do There was something lacking there. So for a woman to go and to deal with that process, what are your thoughts about that?
2: Yeah, no, I, I definitely... Um... I definitely don't agree when people say, um, I mean, it's definitely, it, you know, it, it, it took two people to come together and make the relationship and it takes two people, you know, to, to for it to fail. Um, I mean, you and I have had plenty of conversations, uh, you know, about mine specifically. And so, I mean, I, you know, I have gotten into detail with you and I have owned, you know, certain things, um, at the end of the day, you know, it's, there's, there's disconnect, There's you know, there's love loss, there's things that happen that you can't come back from. There's, you know, there's a mindset. I mean, for me, it was a mindset. Once I got to it, once, you know, I started to feel a certain way, um, yeah, I, I definitely probably didn't help, you know, situations and try and, you know, smooth some things out because at that point it, you know, it, I was done. Um, so there's definitely, you know, I, I definitely take, you know, accountability and, and believe that everyone should mm-hmm. because, you know, I mean, Obviously, I don't know everyone's situations, but um, at the end of the day, aside from, you know, someone like you've talked about before being, you know, abused by one party and and, you know, different things like that, um, where that's a completely different situation. um, I definitely think that both parties um, had equal and maybe not equal, but definitely had uh, um, opportunities to 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 mend things where they where they took a different route and they were they were at fault, just like the other one.
1: So, so after, after your divorce, what was your process to heal and men and to get in a healthy place to where you started to accept it and begin to get along with life?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely had to go all the way back and and I was, I definitely was, you know, at the, at the bottom and had to start all the way over. But I think that the, I think when, what I wanted to touch on earlier, when you had mentioned happiness, it's not, I think for me, it was finding, it's not someone, someone sent this to me actually um, before in like a little meme or something, but it was, um, someone else is not responsible for your happiness so you know when when you're in a relationship it's not the it's not the other person's job to make sure that you're happy you have to be happy you know with who you are and within yourself and then you can come together with someone else so I think for me it was just finding out again like who I was and what truly made me happy and what you know what I was comfortable and confident in in myself you know moving forward and and taking that to maybe you know then you know with me to another relationship or just in my life in general um so yeah honestly for me it was just finding out because when for me when you're married you tend to um and I mean I'm sure I'm not the only one but you tend to take on other people's you know, maybe their interests or hobbies, or you start to just do what they do, or you just start to get content with different things. And, um, and you forget really like what, what, and who you are.
1: Okay. All right. So the process, the process, your process. Yes. So what, what was your process?
2: Huh? my process um like I said I mean I don't really know that I can pinpoint it down to a specific thing other than just just accepting and and like I said being okay being okay and knowing that I didn't need anyone I could handle like I I think for me it was it was um literally going down and 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 being back to to nothing and starting over and knowing that I did that like I you know I had to like I had to do that I had to find you know I I couldn't lean on anyone I couldn't do I couldn't you know you know lean on rely whatever you want to call it like it was it was all on me and so I think it was just literally going back to the basics and starting over And everything that I, every choice I made was my choice. So you can't blame anyone else for where you're at. You can't blame anyone else for anything. Like, so if you don't like something, you change it and only you change it. And so I think for me, that was how, that was my process was just knowing that where I was, was not, was not dependent on anyone else. And if I didn't like it, I'm, I had to, I had to be the one to do something about it. And I was the only only one I could blame and say, I don't like where I'm at. I need to make change. Um, And so, you know, there was no, there was no one else that, that had any control. And so I had all the control essentially of my life again.
1: I call bullshit on part of it.
2: (laughs) Oh, what? Of course you do. I was waiting for that.
1: Uh, Because so many women don't honestly, don't know what it's like to truly have no one, you know, because and, and, and I, I say, say no I, one. but I, yeah. I, I say that because a woman, a single mother or a, a, yeah, a single mother will always have family unless she's just a complete and total fuck up. She will have family. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes she will even have his family to fall back on, whereas a man when we start over, we got to get this shit completely out the fucking mud. You know, there is no no safety net for us. You know, w- most of the time we there's no going back home until we get back on our feet. You know,
0: yeah.
1: and that that's oh that's that's the that's the part that I said I call bullshit. I I know that you wasn't you know <laughs> saying that ill will you know, but c- because most women that's truly how they feel you know because yeah. they're y- y'all are so used to having a those who have a community you're so used to having one that once that that death happens you know the 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 feeling that a lot of y'all have is like shit i'm alone
0: now
2: yeah so for me and and when i say no one you know and i know you know what i meant like i i I wasn't meaning like you know no one isn't a partner and as like you know um and even you know just with you know not that he's not in her life but even just like you know my daughter's father just not living close Mm -hmm. and and having his help necessarily all the time um with hands-on but i mean i yeah i had my family but at the same time there's a different um i had a, I mean i had a friend that i mean we lived in her basement you know for a whole year um after my divorce and um but at the same time that's a that's a pride issue you know i'm i'm you know in my 30s living in someone's basement with with my child um and so even though i had people in my corner i for sure felt like it was bottom for me because it was not like up seemed really far away and like in the steps that i still knew i needed to take you know to to not have that be my situation or be my reality um was still pretty far away even though at the end of the day i'm super grateful that you know i had you know a place and and that opportunity and those people in my life it was for sure not where i thought or or wanted to be at that age in my life
1: yeah and i i completely understand that yeah um When, 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 when death happens in regards to a divorce, because essentially that's what it is, um, one of the, one of the things that a lot of men go through is that, you know, it is, it is the sense of failure. You know, I couldn't keep my family together, you know, by any means necessary because when it comes to the family structure, um... there's 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 things that you know we want to say we want to do but we're taught that not to do them instead of being taught that you weigh the pros and the cons you make a decision and that's what you live with and that's one of the things that my father you know me and my brother you know he he drilled that into our head you know Mm -hmm. is that i ain't gotta lay in the bed that you make. It's your bed, you know, I'm going to feel sympathy for you. You know, any way that I can, uh, uh, present help to you, I will, if it's in my means and if it doesn't affect my household, Yeah. but at the end of the day, you're on your own,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, I I've given you the tools that I believe that was necessary for you to be a productive citizen in the world you know now you take those tools and you do what it, with them what you will you know and to you know to to your point as far as you know up seems so far away you know after that because you do you know in 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 your mind it is rock bottom you know especially when you've lived a certain standard of life you know and then uh, when you have to move in with someone to to get on your feet and then as men you know of course when a state state sanction you know we're we're on the hooks for child support and then along with that you know uh, uh, so many things are tied to just that you know so trying to trying to live And then trying to take care of what's ours can become a difficult task if, especially when there was two incomes coming in the home. Yeah. And all of a sudden now there's one income coming in the home and and, and it's like, okay, I gotta make up that second income to even have a resemblance of the life that I used to have. And mentally, a lot of people get to a breaking point unfortunately because they don't seek uh um clinical help they don't seek spiritual help and i don't think that you can have one without the other because there is a balance to it you know so
2: yeah and um just real quick to touch on with you said the um you know the going from two incomes and the the money and the stuff that has, to I I think that that stuff plays a factor a lot of time Well, not, I think, I I know that it plays a factor with a lot of people um, staying in a marriage longer than they should um, because of those things that you stated. um, And because, you know, someone knows that, you know, they're going to have to pay this or pay that or that they can't make it and keep that lifestyle up um, if they were to leave each other
1: mm-hmm and yeah i mean you you're you're right about that you know and you know life after divorce unless unless a man just has uh, um a certain status you know as far as income as far as workflow and everything um it will always be easier for a woman to reach the top faster than a man after life after divorce. Because not only, you know, because a lot of employers will hire her one because she's a woman. Then if she's attractive, you know, she she has one leg up, you know, then, you know, you bat your eyes and a soft spoken voice and, you know, your uh, women's flirtatious ways will put her in a position faster to see the 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 moon and the stars
0: mm-hmm. fast
1: often to faster oftentimes than a man you know and it can if a man allows it to it can create resentment and bitterness towards his child or children's mother or just women in general Mm-hmm. You know, because I've heard a lot of men, you know, their conversation about women like, oh, bruh, like you very bitter, like, but you, you loved her at one point in time. Okay. It didn't yeah. work. Okay. I get that mentally. You don't know what the fuck to do. You know, I, I know that emotionally you're broken. You don't know if, if you can trust another woman again. So you know, you, 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 move differently. I get all of that. And,
2: and but, that's the thing. I definitely think that, you know, yeah. Life after divorce, like marriage changes you and changes your outlook on things and your perspective and stuff. And like, um, I feel like, I don't, I feel like, you know, someone should not. So growing up, I, I mean, as a kid, like I used to be like, Oh my God, I would, you know, what like why would you ever sign like a prenup like why would you ever do that because that's pretty much saying that you're gonna that you're gonna get divorced like why would you even think about that like if you marry someone it's for life like i mean i had these like you know crazy you know not crazy because i think a lot of girls and a lot of whatever growing up like you know feel that they feel that way because your marriage is you know supposed to be you know i mean you're you're for the most part, pushed to, you know, believe, you know, you get married one time, it's a huge thing and that's it. And so I was like, why would you, if you sign that, you're pretty much saying we're not going to last. And like, but now you know, obviously, like as an adult, I 100% and you and I have, have you know, kind of had this conversation actually recently. Um, I 100%, you know, do not, I would sign one, you know, obviously like, you know, I would sign one if someone asked me to, if I ended up being with someone that, you know, had some sort of, you know, gain over me or anything, like whatever someone, here's the thing, a marriage or a divorce should not, should not break you and your, your alimony should not be someone else's, you know, paycheck and they should not be their, their way of life and their, and their living. And so, you know, if you're, if you were, if you made something of yourself, you did all the right things, you made the steps to make yourself, you know, successful, I shouldn't gain off of that or benefit off of that. If that happened before I came into your life or anything like that. So I definitely think that, you know, I hate that that stuff, you know, obviously, plays a role on people you know hating marriage and being against marriage and 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 having a bad taste in their mouth about marriage when it's all said and done because it, it's hard enough to make it work and to find someone that fits with you and you know what i'm saying like it's hard enough to then add like the bitterness and to have someone not trust women or not trust you know whatever because of what something because they're worried that someone that they can't trust that someone's pure you know pureness is going to come out and so like that i like it it just drives me nuts <laughs>
1: you're gonna get flamed over
2: that (laughs) why it's the truth i'm serious I i mean you know me like i'm not saying this like this i've said this like off camera i've said it my whole life and like and i did it in my i mean i did it i didn't you know i i mean granted my marriage wasn't extremely long and i didn't have you know a child with who i was married to i did not and you know did not take what I didn't have a part of before the marriage, one hundred percent.
1: This is just white men. Men have always said that. <laughs> and uh, and and the thing the thing is, most men, you know, especially a woman who has, you know, invested in the relationship, invested in the things that helped him further himself you know a, a, a lot of men will say okay well you know they'll they'll come to some type of agreement even after you yes. know a, a divorce happens um yes, and
2: that's 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 aside from what i'm saying like if you have kids together and someone and, and the husband said you know don't work and take care of the kid because my job is the one that, you know, brings in the most money and whatever. Obviously that's a different story because you did what you needed to do for your family so that the other partner could, could solely, you know, invest in what was going to benefit you guys the most. So obviously everyone has separate things, but you know, I'm, I'm just speaking on, you know, like you just shouldn't. So me as a person or even my kid should not, should not get more money than another person just because my spouse Brought in more money, or my child's father brings in more money, and that's a completely different. I feel like that's a completely different topic, maybe for it is. another day. But
0: it is. But, <laughs> but I'm so, just saying because
1: <laughs> here's the, here's the thing, you know, uh, uh, pertaining that um, a lot of men become bitter because first of all, um, men are the men are just dumb as fuck um, because they know that. The woman that they're marrying, the woman that they're seeing means them no good, you know, and and because of her status when it comes to her looks, her body, whatever the case may be, um, the talent with her mouth and her yoni, you know, and, and so what ends up happening is they know that she's only in it to get what she can out of it. She's not there to add any type of value to him. And he knows that. But instead of having that conversation and dialogue and and, and for if and when the end comes, there's just a smooth departure, you know, and, and what ends up happening is at the end of a lot of relationships, you know, and, and I get the emotional aspect of women's feelings getting tied and 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 into it my thing is well you picked wrong you know when it comes to the woman when it comes to the man you know well you knew she was crazy from the jump you picked wrong so you know with that being said what tends to happen as i as i said before the men that create that develop resentment towards women after a divorce death um is because instead of her being fair it's i'm going to show him
0: Mm -hmm. and so
1: she ends up you know everything that he worked for now he's balls out yeah you know so the next woman and it's unfair because but men go through it too Having your present pay for your past, you know, and that's the society that we live in, you know, uh, so many women are thoughts after marriage because of what he, what she went through with him. And then so many men, they like, you know, fuck it. I'm about to be about my bag and any broad that comes in, you know, it's all about the yoni. You know, but when you've had, coming up as a man, when you've had your taste and fulfillment of different scoops of ice cream, then it's cool. Like, you're you're really not in a hurry,
0: mm-hmm. you know?
1: And, and so, the woman that comes in next, she's not paying for... Your, your past situations, now she has to prove herself worthy of you. And I think that in today's society, because women have been taught that the yoni is the prize, they believe that they don't have to prove anything to a man. They just have to show up.
0: Yeah,
2: no, I, I won't argue. I won't argue on that. I think the bottom... I think the bottom line to a lot of this is at the end of the day, um, I think we just have to be realistic. And to be honest with you, you know, when, when we talked earlier like you touched on fairy tales earlier and you, I had just recently brought this up to you um, about a song that, that I heard and it's, it's not realistic and then, but it's what's it's what we're being fed it's what's being it's what's out there and like you know it's it's pretty much saying you know i'll i'll love you when you wake up in the morning and your hair a mess and um like if you you know uh when you say you'll be ready in five minutes and it takes you an hour like that stuff's cute maybe for like maybe like the first couple months and then the and then obviously you know what i'm saying it's it, it turns to where it's like you know no like if you continue to just live your life and don't take care of yourself and don't fight for your relationship no it's 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 definitely not going to work and same with you know I, i i just feel like you have to you have to understand that at the end of the day like you know a relationship a marriage all of it all of it you have to work at it and it never stops and you need to find someone that is that doesn't, you know, we talked about this before too, that doesn't just get to see your positives and that, you know, and that it's not a shock when, you know, other things, you know, are revealed or shown. So, I mean, because let's be real, they're going to come out eventually. So why, what, why do you want them to come out after you've already said I do? And then now you're going through a horrible death, like, you know, a horrible life experience, you know, that you could have completely, you know, avoided if you, I mean, because, because it's, we're not going to be able to hide them forever. So, I mean, I just don't know why we lie and kid ourselves that, you know, I mean, you want that person that bad that you're going to not show a side of you that, you know, what they're going to see eventually and let them make that decision early on. So let's just be completely honest and show who we are and let that person make that decision for themselves.
1: Because lies work on women.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are you done? (laughs)
1: They, I mean, they, they do, they, they, they do this. This is why so many women make bad decisions when it come to men, because they heard their perfect lie. They heard the words that was going to sweep them off their feet rather than uh, them falling in love with the truth. Because the woman that falls in love with the truth is a different breed of a woman. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, She's, she's always working on herself to develop herself, to become the best version of herself at all times. And so she doesn't, um, because see, here's the thing. When a man chooses a woman, he, he's choosing her based off of what he sees in front of her then the investment that he puts into that woman is based off of where he's going in his future. Most women choose a man based off of his potential. And this is why so many women choose wrong, because if you brought that same man around, Men in your family, the things that we see, it, most women won't see, can't can't see. So we'll tell the women in our family, you know, oh, he ain't sick. Yeah, you know, I'm telling you this up front. Most women like, well, no, because he does this, he does that. Hey, look, I'm telling you, this is what it is. Now, after that, it's on you. You know, so. I mean, when it comes to divorce, you know, like, like I stated earlier, you know, clinical help, go, go, go seek help, you know, because mentally, you know, something of that caliber breaks us we lose yeah, some, we, we lose something when we divorce
2: 100 and what i and, and what i want to make sure and i mean i'm not speaking for you or anyone else i just like nowhere in any of this conversation about divorce and anything like that like i you know i i'm not saying you know i mean i've been pretty clear obviously with saying that i've had one of my own um so i mean i'm not looking down on people i'm not saying that you shouldn't get divorced you know obviously like people go through you know people you know they change their lives change what they want changes who they are changes you know you develop through, you know your, your whole life and you just whether that means you you know fell out of love or you went into different directions at, you know, at different times or whatever. So I just don't want, I just want to make sure everyone, you know, listening knows that, you know, by by any means, am I not, you know, are we saying that, you know, divorce is, you know, a bad thing, a good, you know, it's just, we're just having a conversation about what it looks like, you know, after, if you have to go through one.
1: You ain't shit if you get a divorce, I'm saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Well no, look, you know, the reason why divorce is so high um in today's society is because of those feelings. Um, because if if we got married based off of practicality, divorces would be a lot lower. But the fact that we don't get married off of practicality and what would better better suit us as a unit, make a decision of a spouse based off of what is going to benefit us as a unit and as a community. We don't do that anymore. Now it's off of feelings and emotions. And like I said, divorce is so rampant today because marriage is no longer practical. It's emotional, you know, and, you know, as you stated, you know, if you go through it, you know, like I said, seek my my biggest thing is seek help because you can get 50 different perspectives of what everyone else think you should do or should have done. But the fact of the matter is is 45 of those individuals ain't never been married in their life. You know, they may have... Because one of the things that I've learned, marriage changes people. After that, I do. Both of you start to change. And if it's not a practical decision, then yes, resentment will build uh, um, in the marriage Um And animosity, you know, so, I mean, I can't, I can't encourage it enough. Seek help, seek help, seek help. You know, because you, you have, you have a part of you has, have died, you know? So that's the part that you need to heal. The thing, you know, whatever you need to work on as an individual, you know, go and get the wisdom that you need to, you know, you can't do it on your own. You know, if you've never been to medical school, you wouldn't try to, you know, fix a stab wound or a gunshot wound by yourself. You're going to go in and see a doctor who specializes in it, you know? So when it comes to relationships, you know, and we just spoke on a lot of the economic portion of it, You know, when it comes to the spiritual aspect of it, it goes a lot deeper, you know. And next week we'll talk about the the spiritual aspect of going through a divorce and spiritually um, coming back from the dead after a divorce. Um, You know, so you got any final
0: thoughts?
2: Um. No, I, I think that I think that everything you know that we talked about was, you know, or hopefully it was helpful and hopefully you know, um, the, the the points and stuff were you know, we got across to everyone. Um, like you said, I, I definitely think that you know, talking to someone, doing you know, doing whatever you have to do um, after a divorce is uh 100% needed because your friends and family obviously um are help are helpful but they're going to tell you what you want to hear they you know they're going to they're maybe not necessarily the you know the ones that are really going to be able to heal you because you know you definitely need to hear what you definitely need to hear you know what what you did wrong what you could do but you know what I'm saying definitely hear things that maybe your friends aren't going to be willing um to give you in that moment so for sure, an outside person, you know, talking to you and getting you through um something like that, I think is definitely needed.
1: There you have it, family. As always, Amanda says a whole lot of nothing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness, you know, it, it it's a It's a devastating loss, Um, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, you, you take that, you learn from it, good, bad, right, wrong, or indifferent, you know, it happened, Um, heal from it and continue on your life journey. But um, as we wrapping up make sure you go to mrcandidpodcast.com. I will make sure that the link is dropped below um, and pick up your merch. If you're a coffee drinker, um, won't you have a cup with Mr. Candid? Um, Go and order it. If you in the morning going to work out, stay hydrated with Mr. Candid. Um, T-shirts, tank tops, um, um, what t-shirts tank tops and hoodies yeah hoodies um we'll be posting you know we keep continue to post the merch um i'm working on for everybody who's in colder climates i'm working on the scullies and um a couple other items um so be ready to go and look in the store i'll let y'all know when the new merch drop next week but until then this has been another episode of Candid Conversations. Of course, I'm your host, Mark D. A.K.A. Mr. Candid, as well as my co-host, Amanda Sword. Say bye to the folks, Amanda. Bye. Joe <laughs> <your> country twang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Y'all heard it, family. We love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Till next time, deuces.